You're listening to the Coach's Journey Podcast. Exposing the struggles and celebrating the successes in the life of coaches who are action takers and creating authentic impact in today's world. Whether you're just starting out, expanding your reach, or exploding your impact, you're in the right place right now. Stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Now, here are your hosts of the Coach's Journey Podcast. So we're excited as we're building out this assessment because honestly, I feel like this is part of what's missing in our industry as a coach. A lot of the coaches that we work with in the coaching mastery community who are at the beginning stages, they are like freaking out because they don't have a website yet. They don't have all like this nurture email sequence, or they don't have all these complicated and fancy things that, and all honestly, I get sucked into those too. And it feels good to write emails a little bit better than it does to like put myself out there and do some prospecting, having sales calls and that sort of thing. But we really want to make sure that coaches don't have any reason not to focus on the things that are actually the most critical. So this podcast today, as well as some of the future ones that we're going to be doing, are really going to deep dive into some of these aspects that you really need to think about as a coach. Are Where are you, you know, on a scale of one to 10? Where are you on these things? Have you got it dialed in? You, you know exactly what you're doing and it's effective or are you struggling in some of these areas? And so today, what we're going to deep dive into is a critical business skill that anyone in business needs to have dialed in, but particularly we're going to take a look at it from the perspective of a beginner coach. This general business skill is time management. And as we say this, I know some of you are probably like, oh, you're groaning inside. And probably the reason you're groaning inside is because you suck at this. It's a challenge. You know that you're getting sucked into some things during your day where you're being reactive instead of being proactive and you're struggling getting all the things done that you think needs to get done. Your to-do list never gets to done and it's frustrating. And so if you're having that reaction, that is all the more reason to stay and listen to the rest of this podcast because we want you to have a shift in the way that you're thinking about your time. Yeah, as soon as you shared the to-do list, I went and saw on my Office 365, there's an area where you can write down all your things that you need to do. And and I looked at the number 314 tasks. (laughs) Oh, does that give anybody else anxiety right now? (laughs) So I've learned to contain my anxiety around that. Actually, I don't operate based on the to-do list. It's just I need to get it out of my head. I don't want to have to think, I don't want my mind revolving all that stuff. So it gives it some safety that it's somewhere I can review. So I review it a couple of times a week and I look at it. And for the most part, guess guess how many of those I need to do in a given week? Maybe two? More like four or five. Okay, four or five. In a given week. Yeah. But my mind, if it's in my head, it feels like I need to do all of them. I'm going, oh, I need to do this. I forgot about that. Now imagine if I had hundred things in my head revolve. And this is what most people do. By the way, your clients are doing that. And yes. we're talking about it. And I want to make this clear. It's not just about time management. We're going to talk about it in relation to your business. Because the one thing that throws off coaches, in the, especially in the beginning stages, are that they think that they need to spend 30 hours on their business. And they don't have that because they have their family. They have their job or something else going on. That is not accurate. And I'll share a story in a little bit. But 
I want you to think about it from two perspectives. One, you need to understand what to focus on when it comes to your business. Two, you need to develop the skill set of time management, not because you've read it in books, but you're actually implementing it in your business, in your personal life. And here's what ends up happening. When you coach clients, you'll find this is one of the more difficult areas for most people. Their productivity, most people are not productive. They're just busy. And they don't know how to navigate that. And if you haven't gone through the process of it, and we've talked about it this a lot, if you haven't battled this area in your business, you're not going to be able to help them. You're not going to be able to ask the right questions. You're not going to be able to take them through a process because you just have not dealt with it. What you're going to do is try to bring information from all the books that you've read and try to help them through that. It does not line well. You're not a professor. You're a coach. So this is going to help you on both sides with your clients, but also in your business. Did that sell it off? Yeah, I I love that. I love that perspective that not only is this important in your business, but this is an opportunity for you to level up so that you can be an even better coach for your clients. Because I think you're right. When I look at and think about the, the clients I've had, I can't honestly think of one that didn't have some challenge around time. I think that's almost a universal challenge right now is life becomes more busy, more fast paced. We're exposed to more things. There's just so much more options that it's hard to be able to focus on less things and kind of ignore the other things. So one more thing there, one more thing. And also in the beginning stages of anybody building a business or even coaches, they're thinking, you know what, when I go full time, And when I have all the clients that I need, I'm going to drop all these other things and I'm just going to focus on this and I'll be much more relaxed and I'm going to create this life where I'm going to be on the beach. I'm going to be sipping on my pina colada. (laughs) Do you like pina colada? That's not what's going to happen. Yes, you will have more free time. But here's what ends up happening. It's a very interesting thing. As you develop more skill sets, more opportunities come along. As you develop better relationships, more opportunities come into the picture. And if you are, I would assume that most coaches are ambitious to some degree. If you're ambitious to any degree, you will notice that your time is going to become less, less and less. That means that you'll have less time. You will be spending this time more intentionally doing more fulfilling things, but you will learn to manage that time better. It's amazing how that has happened. I used to think that, oh, you know what? I'm just going to coach 10 hours a week or 15 hours a week or 20 hours a week. And then the rest of the time I'll be doing it. That is not what has happened. I still work about 37 hours a week. And, and that is a miracle that I can maintain that right now. But I, what I feel is I have more time with my family. I have more time with myself. I've been able to manage that better because I've, to, I've had to force myself to, to not just me, my coaches, all the people that are in my life that challenged me to get better in this process. I went from working 70 hours at some point in, in my coaching business to pushing myself to get to this point. Um, and a lot of it is a skill set. This is the battle. This is what you need to learn. And this requires not just productivity. It requires clarity. It requires you to challenge yourself to deal with those fears. Oh my God, if I don't work in this area, what's going to happen? If I don't spend time with, and it requires you to become a better leader as to communicate better with your partner, with your life partner, with your business. There are a lot of pieces in this time management process that helps you get focused, build a business, but even more importantly, helps you help other people. Most people struggle with this. I don't care how great they are. I struggle with this at times. Right now I'm struggling with this, um, but I'm going through a challenge phase that's gonna help me grow as a leader. So that's what we want for you. So I just wanted to uh, amplify that. 
Yeah. And just to reiterate the mindset of that you talked about of, you know, well, I can't do it right now, but that's something I aspire to. I will do that when that whole thing, you know, that reminded me of long time ago. I remember hearing this in a church that I was going to, and that was around tithing. You know, sometimes we're like, well, I don't have enough money, quote unquote money to give right now, to give to charity, to give church, give to, to wherever. But when I make X amount of money, then I can donate, then I can get charity. But rather, why don't we, even when we feel like we can't develop the discipline to do it, even in a small fashion, so that when we get more money, we already have the discipline and we can actually do that. Because when you know, when you get more money, it's so easy to be like, Ooh, now I can do more. And we just, you know, you don't have the discipline of thinking of others. Why is that going to magically change when you have more resources? So think about your time in the same way. If you don't treat your time now, the way that you need to later, you won't develop the discipline necessary to be able to manage it when you have a lot more going on. Yeah. So Faisal, let's jump in. What are the things that beginner coaches need to focus on right now to get the most bang for their buck? So I will kind of lay out the model, but can I share a quick story around that? I think no, absolutely not. (laughs) Of course, we love stories, especially yours. Thank you. So I remember this was one of the, I think it was close to five years ago. So I was with my friend, Lisa, maybe Lisa is listening to it. She's still a coach. Lisa was part of our community too for a while too. So I was walking, uh, this was in, I think if I'm not mistaken, this was in San Diego. We were about 45 minutes from the certification, Brendan Burchard's high performance coaching certification. And our hotel was about 45 minutes. We would walk by the water as well. Beautiful area. So that we pretty much walked every day there and back. And we got a lot of chance to kind of reflect and talk about all this stuff. And every certification I've gone to, I've kicked myself for the first few years. <laughs> like I get all excited and then I would go through the year and then come back. And like, I didn't do most of that stuff when Brenda would go into, how many people did you talk to? How many calls did you do? How many sessions did you deliver? I got busy with websites and all sorts of stuff, trying to learn programs around marketing and all that stuff. So I remember walking away and this, I think this might've been the fourth day when they were talking about the marketing and sales fee. I was walking away and as I was talking to Lisa, I did this calculation. I don't know how this became very quick, but I think I was doing it in the background. I did this calculation in my head. How much time did I actually spend on building the business? In my mind, before I did that calculation, I'd spent the whole year working hard and do this. When I did that calculation, it happened within the course of like five minutes. And Lisa was saying something. I guess I was not even paying attention to her. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. So this is what came to be. In total, when I did that calculation in my head, in total, I had spent max four weeks on the business out of the whole year. Wow. But in my perception, I thought I was working on it every day. It was a lie. Because what I did was I calculated how many people did I reach out to? How, many, how, how much time did I spend reaching out to people? How much time did I spend doing strategy sessions? And how many offers did I make? And like, well, how much of my time went in there? When I was doing it, I was barely touching that area. And the more I thought about it, the more I calculated, I was like, oh my God, I've been, my mind has been lying to me and I've, I've been buying into this. And I literally, I remember, I'm like, you know what? I just realized something. I was not listening to Lisa. And she was kind enough to just pay attention to that because I had a big realization. I'm like, 
I don't think I've been working on the business side. I've been saying that I have been, but I don't think I have. And if I were to guess correctly, and maybe it won't be that as extreme as me, a lot of coaches are saying that they're spending time to actually move the, to connect with clients, move that part forward. But in reality, that might not be the case. And I don't want you to take my word for it. Build a timetable, build a calendar and track it for a month and see where your time is going. We'll talk about how you can lay out your calendar, what to focus on. But the only way you're going to notice is if you see the data visually, not in your mind, not saying that, oh, well, you know what? I've dedicated 20 hours of my week or 15 hours of my week to coaching, but it's not moving forward. That's too vague. It's too general. You will always end up with a feeling of overwhelm because what you will end up with is nothing is working. You cannot track any of the data. We'll talk about the model, but what are your thoughts about that, Sherry? Oh, you know, I think it's fascinating. And that the principle that we, that our own reflection is often not accurate unless we have data is, I mean, so in my PhD program, you know, I took multiple classes on statistics and behavior change. And the research is clear that unless we're tracking something, we are going to overestimate or underestimate every time. You know, this shows itself in weight loss programs. If you're not tracking your calories or whatever metric, you know, of consumption, if you're not tracking that, you're underestimating your calorie intake, which is why then a lot of us don't lose the weight that we need to lose. But if you do track, even just the simple fact of tracking with no intentional change in behavior, tracking in and of itself actually causes behavior change in the direction that you want to go. So I guarantee you, this is from science, that if you start tracking your time now, magically, you are going to start aligning your time to where it needs to go a little bit already without even like intentional effort. But then if you layer on top of that, a, a recognition of where is it's most productive to spend your time, you're going to be unstoppable. You're listening to the Coach's Journey Podcast. 